If you will turn with me to Romans 8, we're going to look at a scripture and we're going to look at what it entails. I'm going to begin Romans 8, verse 31. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Now, it's the next verse I want to get to. It says, he that spared not his own son. He that spared not his own son. Have you ever looked at that verse? He that spared not his own son. I want you to go with me to Acts 2. We are going to look at verse 23. Yes, I use the word of God. Yes, I don't preach one verse and then talk for an hour. I'm going to give you the word of God that makes you alive, that gets you saved. This will get you saved, the word spoken by the Spirit. All right, verse 23. This is talking about God. God, being uh, Jesus, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. Do you see that? Jesus being delivered by the deliberate plan of God. Deliberate plan of God. And we just saw God who spared not his own son. Do you know what that spared means? He didn't hold back. He didn't hold back on his own son. Didn't hold back. Turn with me to Psalm 22. We're going to see how God did not hold back. Did not hold back. Did not hold back on what? Did not hold back on the punishment on Jesus. Didn't hold back. Psalm 22, verse 15. I heard, oh, I can hear the voice. What do you mean God punished Jesus? Let's take a look. So, uh, Psalm 22, verse 15. This is Jesus on the cross. You know how I know it's Jesus on the cross? Read verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That was spoken by Jesus on the cross. This is a Psalm of David. This is David speaking by the Spirit of Christ in him. And he's preaching to us what, ha- what is going to happen to Jesus on the cross. David did it 700 years before Jesus died. I thought, well, excuse me. A thousand years before Jesus even went to the cross. That was David. And David saw in the spirit what was going to happen to Jesus on the cross. And we're going to take a look at it. This is Jesus speaking through the, through the prophet David. He said, my strength is dried up like a potsherd. He said, and my tongue cleave it to my jaws. And look at those next couple words. And thou. And thou. Who's Jesus talking to here? And thou. He's talking to the Father. He said, and thou has brought me into the dust of death. Thou has brought me. The Father brought Jesus into the dust of death. He didn't hold anything back. When they arrested Jesus, he went into the common hall. They stripped him of his clothes. They put a crown of thorns on his head. And you know what they did? They beat him. They beat him. It says they punched him. They slapped him. They took a rod and beat him over the head. They beat him. Have you ever seen a person's face beaten? Have you ever seen how swollen and black and blue it is? That's what Jesus looked like. Why? He was marred more than any man. His visage marred more than any man. Why? Why? Because the father didn't hold back. He didn't spare his own son. Did not spare him. Why would he not spare his own son? Why would he let Jesus take that punishment? Why would he do it to him? 
It says right here, thou has brought me into the dust, dust of death. Why? We will find out. Go with me to Isaiah 53. So now we know it's God that put him on that cross. And it's God that stood there and made sure he was going to die. That he was going to die. He held nothing back. He spared not the wrath on Jesus. The wrath on that body. He spared not. He wouldn't hold back for Jesus. His own son. His own son. He wouldn't spare him. He wouldn't spare his own son. You know, Jesus was in the garden. And he asked his father, he said, can you take this away from me? I don't want to go to the cross. You know what? The father wouldn't take it away. The father would not take it away. He spared not Jesus. He said, you're going to the cross. He didn't spare him. Isaiah 53, verse 6. He says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have all, all, we have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord. And God, the Father, Jehovah, and the Lord hath laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. Laid it all on him. God took everything you and I have done. He took that sin you did hiding in the closet. He took that sin you did behind the barn. He took those sins that you did in your business, and he took them from you, and he put them on the body of Jesus. He didn't spare him. He didn't spare him. He gave every sin on that body. He put our sin on that body. The iniquity, the perversities of us all. Of us all went on that body. God did not spare him. He did not hold back. He gave Jesus a full punishment. He gave Jesus everything he could. Why? Because he didn't want to do it to you. Because he didn't want to do it to you. He sent his son. For God so loved the world, he sent Jesus. And he wasn't going to hold back on the punishment. Why? Because he didn't want to do it to you. And he still doesn't. Let's go on. It says, we've all turned away and the Lord laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. And then we are going to go to Isaiah 53 verse 10. This first amazed me when God first opened it up to my eyes it said yet it pleased the Lord to bruise Jesus it pleased the Lord it made God happy to punish him it made God happy to put all our sin on him it made God happy to watch Jesus suffer it made him happy why because he knew you were going to come out of it because he knew he was birthing you out of it Because he knew, he knew, he knew he was paying for you. It says it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. The Father made Jesus sick. That is what that means, grief. The Father, it pleased God to make Jesus sick. Why? Because he didn't want you to be sick. He didn't want you to be sick. Oh, they had the law. They had the Ten Commandments. They couldn't follow it. And the Father knew it. The Father knew it. He knew you couldn't do it. He had to send somebody to do it for you. He had to send somebody to do it for you. And that man, that man had to take the full wrath of God so you don't have to suffer it. So that you don't have to take on any of that wrath. 
It says, for yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see. He shall see. He shall watch the travail of his soul. Father watched Jesus. Now, turn with me to Psalm 88. It wasn't enough on the cross. The Father did not hold back. The Father did not hold back on Jesus. He didn't hold back any of the punishment. He didn't hold back any of his wrath. He didn't hold any of it back. Why? Because he wanted you forgiven. He wanted you justified. He wanted you delivered. He wanted you set free. He wanted you made rich. He wanted you to walk with him. And the only way he could do that was to take out his, the wrath of that sin on somebody. And he, know, he knew there was only one person, only one that could handle it, that could take it. And that was his son. That was his son. The father couldn't come. The father was a spirit. The father couldn't do it. But he had Jesus. Jesus became a man and did it for us. Now, Psalm 88. Psalm 88. This is Jesus paying for our sin in hell. Paying for our sin in hell. And you will see that this psalm is a psalm and it's Jesus in hell. I want us to go to verse 6. Jesus is speaking in hell and he's talking to God. He said, thou has laid me in the lowest pit. In the lowest pit. Not the, not the easy part of hell like there is any. He put him in the lowest pit. He put him with the worst. He put him with the very worst. Why? Because that when Jesus went there, he was a sinner. Amen. He was a sinner. When Jesus went to hell, he was a sinner. You know what he had? He had your sin. He took Amen. your sin and my sin. He went to hell as the world's worst sinner. Why? Because the Father spared not, didn't hold anything back. Jesus went to hell as the world's worst sinner ever, ever. He said, thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. Thy wrath, thy wrath. You see that? Thy wrath lieth hard on me. Thy wrath. He didn't hold anything back. He couldn't. He couldn't. And Jesus took it all. Jesus took it. Amen. He said, thou hast afflicted me with all my ways. If you will go down to verse 14. He said, Lord, why cast me off? Why cast off my soul? Why hidest thy face from me? Amen. He couldn't look on Amen. Jesus. Amen. Jesus had your sin. The father can't look on sin. He had to turn his back on Jesus. He had to turn his back. He didn't hold anything back, folks. Amen. He didn't hold anything back. He said, thou cast off my soul. Why hidest thy face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer thy tears, I am distracted. Do you see that? I am ready to die from my youth up. Jesus knew when he was born, he was going to the cross. He knew as a young man, he was going to the cross. And it says, 16, thy fierce wrath goeth over me, and thy tears have cut me off. Now. 
back to Isaiah 53. Verse 11, he shall see of the travail of Jesus' soul. The father watched what Jesus suffered, made sure, didn't hold back, made sure Jesus took the full punishment. Why? So he could be satisfied. He said, he shall see the travail of Jesus' soul and shall be satisfied. Satisfied. Satisfied with what? Satisfied with you and I. Satisfied with you and I. Jesus took the full wrath of God, the full wrath of God, so you and I, so you and I could be forgiven, so you and I could be set free, so you and I could be healed, so you and I could walk with the Father like the Father walked with Adam, like the Father walked with Jesus. That's what God was after. Turn back with me to Romans 8. It says, what shall we say to these things? How much Jesus suffered. If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. All. Do you see that word all? Do you see that word all? Don't let the devil tell you that word isn't in there. It says he delivered him up for us all. All. Oh, but I might not be one of God's chosen. He delivered him up for us all. Go after it. He said, he's, uh, he, that spared, he that delivered him up for us all, how shall not with him also freely give us all things? Well, I don't know if God wants me healed. Well, he just made Jesus suffer all of it. He just made Jesus suffer for all your sickness. And it pleased God to make Jesus suffer your sickness. Why would you ask if, you, if God might not want you healed? Amen. Look how much Jesus took it all. He took it all. He took the full wrath of God. All right. It says, and uh, I want us to go down to verse 35. Why? Why did Jesus do all this? Why did the Father do all this to him? I love this. Who? It says, um, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written... For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now look at these next two verses. For I am persuaded. Paul. Why is Paul persuaded? He knew what Jesus suffered. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, any devil, nor any devil, nor powers, nor any spirit, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Amen. Why? Because Jesus took the full wrath. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Do you see how much God loved you? He put it all on Jesus. Do you see how much God loves you? He put it all on Jesus. Do you see how much God loves you? He put it all on Jesus. Do you see how much God loves you? He put it all on Jesus. A full wrath, a full punishment because he loved you. And he knew he couldn't do it to you. So he did it to Jesus. Amen. That is the love of God. 
That is the love of God. Don't let anything separate you from the love of God. Don't let that devil talk to you and say God doesn't love you. That's a lie. That is a lie. That has to be a lie. Why? Because God gave Jesus. He spared not his own son for you. Spared not his own son for you. Don't let that devil tell you anything different. Don't let that devil tell you anything different. I want to give you a testimony, and, and I asked permission from Aaron to give it today. Uh, was it last week or the week before? Last week, Aaron ran into a situation in his business. He, is a, he has a tree uh, trimming business, a very good one. And he, had, he has these nice big pieces of equipment. One of the trucks, one of his employees for a long time, uh, took the trucks to fill up with gas. And, the, and this employee that had been with him for a long time accidentally put regular gasoline in a diesel engine. You know what that does to a diesel engine? It ruins it. It absolutely will destroy it. And you're talking thousands of dollars to get another engine. So anyway, Aaron was sitting in his office, and I walked in, and he said, I don't know. He goes, Kathy, I don't know where the sin is. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. I don't know where the sin is. And we just started talking. And you know what we started talking about? The gospel. We started talking about the gospel. We started talking about how it doesn't matter where the sin is. Jesus is just bringing it up so he can deal with it, just so he can correct it. Jesus paid the price for whatever caused that tank of gas to be put in accidentally. That's what Jesus paid for. Every situation has been dealt with on Calvary. Every situation that you ever have has been dealt with on Calvary. And we talked about it for a minute, and I got up to, to go out. We were getting ready to go pray, and the Spirit of God came up in my heart. And I turned to him, and I said, you know what? Um, I want to get the words right. I said, it doesn't, I said, it's already been paid for. You don't have to pay for it again. Amen. Do you hear that? I said, it's already been paid for on the cross. You don't have to pay for it again. I knew that was the spirit of God. So did Aaron. We both hooked our faith onto that. And you know what happened to that truck? That truck stalled. They drove it about a mile and it stalled. You know, I got a text several hours later and Aaron said, no damage. No damage. Why no damage? It had already been paid for. You don't have to pay for it again. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.